0: Inaugurated as the Associate Members' Cup in the 1983-84 season, and following on from the short-lived Football League Group Cup, this competition was renamed the Football League Trophy in 1992. That same year saw the reorganisation of Division One to break away and form the Premier League, and the Football League then became responsible for just the lower three leagues of professional football. The competition was renamed again in 2016, becoming the EFL Trophy coinciding with the Football League rebranding to the English Football League. Alongside its many rebrands as a competition, the sponsorship, and therefore de facto name of the cup, has changed with similar alacrity through the years. Starting with the Freight Rover Trophy, through the Sherpa Van Trophy, Leyland DAF Cup, the Autoglass Trophy, the Auto Windscreen Shield, the LDV Vans Trophy, Johnson's Paint Trophy, who served for eight years as the longest spell as a single sponsor, The Checker Trade Trophy and the Leasing.com Trophy. In 2020, the sponsorship broke away from the workmanlike mold of the previous 34 years and turned to a growing fast food giant from the United States. This is its current iteration, and today on Gravy Boys, it's Papa John's Trophy. To different gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller, and my co-host now, thankfully, has a fully functioning co-host, co-co-host. Uh, thanks to the wonders of lemsip, Beecham's vitamin C, zinc, bed rest, and most importantly, ivermectin. It was definitely ivermectin that made all of the difference. My friend and yours, Doctor Luke Gledall. How are you doing today, Luke?
1: I'm good. I'm glad you're taking the same drug regime that Joe Rogan took when he got the vid the other day.
0: He's a—I mean, he doesn't know it, but he's a mentor figure for me. I just follow him in everything that he does.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'll look forward to—I'll uh, look forward to some tales of your DMT in the future and how scary DMT is.
0: jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. uh, lots of surgeries. Um Yeah, just a. Just uh, what a great guy. Cigars, I'm going to start smoking cigars as well and being quite contrarian about things. You're going to say that master for pussies. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yep. Good. Well, go- I'm looking
1: forward to all of this, but hopefully you can delay it for a bit so I can just uh, enjoy, enjoy my regular
0: co-host, Rich. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, once that once that, that deworming pill kicks in, <laughs> who knows where I'm going to go. <laughs> Uh,
1: what better segue <laughs> do we have than deworming pills to get into Sheffield Wednesday's <laughs> Week
0: in News? Let's do that. Breaking hoo-hoos. Breaking hoo-hoos. Uh, the first thing is just uh, marking the passage of time. time uh, th- that is something I won't dispute. I believe in every conspiracy theory going now, but I still believe that you know time is a construct happens. And therefore it's worth noting that uh today marks the hundred and fifty fourth birthday of the of that old institution, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. Beautiful. What what better
1: way to celebrate than not having a game
0: honestly.
1: Oh. And have a game called off because of I have a game
0: called off because, because the other team have more international players than because Sunderland
1: has some kids off in Lithuania or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Actually, it was our kid in Lithuania. I don't know if you saw Bailey Peacock, Farrell got another That is true. Seat. That is
1: true. That's probably why I got Lithuania on the mind.
0: <laughs> on on what looked very much like a uh, a sort of school or weather pitch. Um, looked like a particularly <laughs> bad astroturf pitch <laughs> in Lithuania.
1: In fact, if you squint and you look closely, you can see those. See those balls that had the little dimple spots all over yeah. that you really hated getting whacked at you because it would sting <laughs> like nobody's business.
0: And we know that's the sort of Cantonar sort of test for a goalkeeper. If they can do it on a wet Tuesday night in Lithuania on a 3G pitch, then you can do it anywhere. The world is your oyster at BPF. <laughs> oh, he's got a gift. Mm. He really does.
1: Um <laughs> He's got More a gift sort of, gonna keep it out the goal. It's time to move your body. Oh, love it. Do you know that in Canada like people like Rock DJ seems to be like the big Robbie Williams song.
0: It's it's maybe the greatest work of art that humans have ever produced. Is that fair to say?
1: I don't think it's the greatest work of art
0: that Robbie Williams has produced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Rock DJ. It's definitely that's that's something that will get me moving towards the dance floor of an evening you've changed so much i've you know, always been this I can, way i can
1: i can forgive the stuff about you thinking that oh, frogs are gay but this is <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just nonsense rich
0: no i've always been a fan um and they're now sort semi cancelled so i don't know how much we're allowed to enjoy there's always that separation of art and the person uh, when they turn out to be a, an absolute bell piece but uh right said fred's deeply dippy is also a a, a a an evergreen classic for me wow come for the i'm too sexy stay for the deeply dippy
1: <laughs> i i just i'm i'm just riddled with bad music now especially after hearing the new drake single which samples right said fred which is pretty terrible pretty pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty terrible i must say
0: oh dear jake's anyway. a recurring character on this podcast.
1: I guess he is. He's on the he's on, he's on he's on wall behind me, but you can't see him anyway.
0: Yeah. Um we should get on to some other news. There were more things that happened. That was Chef the uh, ones
1: who flavored, yes.
0: Yes. And we we flagged this up a little bit. We talked about whether there might be some, you know, some late uh, window drama for, for mm. Wednesday, a, a surprise mm-hmm. transfer in the in the offing. And uh well, uh Uncle Darren provided in the shape of Saido Berahino. <laughs> So <laughs> big Uncle Daz. Cuddly Uncle Daz.
1: Cuddly Uncle Daz. Brought us in the striker who was went for a princely transfer fee a long time ago and was once decent and is now kind of not really convincing or pull up any trees in, in the Belgian leagues. That one. One of the bad boys of English football. Apparently so. He didn't seem he didn't seem particularly bad. He just seemed a bit petulant.
0: Yeah. Um I th- I believe he's mo- mainly played out wide in Belgium and has not. I think he's got a, like a goal every three games on average or something like that, which is... Is, is uh, that better than John Bostock's time? Is that where John Bostock ended up? I don't know, but, but Bostock looked the business in this uh, when he played against us earlier in the season. So. So he did,
1: fair enough, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. So how do you feel about this? Obviously, it's, he is someone who comes with oodles of baggage.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, we need to, he needs to quarantine, but also we still have to wait for the rest of his baggage to come over. <laughs> Hopefully some of his baggage has got lost. Mm. You know, got lost in Amsterdam, because apparently that's the place for baggage. <laughs> he went by Amsterdam. Um, I mean, it's it, it's probably a very cheap signing. It's kind of come out that and understands that he's <laughs> uh, taken a, a, a pay cut, I read this morning. Okay. And also then basically the contrast just to the year. So it's a permanent deal to the end of the year. Right. I think considering the fact that I was seriously looking at strikers and thinking we're done. I was thinking we're done in terms of numbers. I mean, I feel from our conversations that you've had a kind of mentality to say that, you know, you Ooh. you were having a bit of a um, Obi-Wan Kenobi with a stormtroopers moment. by saying this is, this is not the striker we're looking for in Lee Gregory. <laughs>
0: yeah it's interesting because i i think i was sort of maybe getting towards somebody in in a more classic target man mold Mm. um what Berahino, if if he if he performs in the way that he has previously albeit a long time ago he he brings a clinical edge that i don't think any of the strikers we have on the books have so i think there is potential to, to feel that it's quite a good move on that level. Um, there's also the fact that there seems to be a personal connection between Darren Moore and, uh, and, and Berahino. So they, they, um, actually in the week watched the Rio Ferdinand podcast. There's other people involved, but he's the famous one. So it's Rio Ferdinand's podcast to me, whatever <laughs> it's, I don't know what it's actually called. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's a lot. Let me say You were saying if
1: it was a Nerdist podcast, then Rio Ferdinand would be the Chris Hardwick. Yes. And then the other yes. two would be the Jonah Ray and uh, I can't remember the other guy. Well, the yeah.
0: Footballist podcast with Rio <laughs> Ferdinand. And he is the most footballist. Footballist of them all. Yes. Anyway, so the footballist of them all podcast. It's a decent decent length of conversation, you know. I I think it's about an hour and 15 is the episode length, but Mm. they talk a bit after he leaves, um, which I was less bothered about, to be honest. But there's like, for those 45, 50 minutes of of him having a conversation, and it's not all buttering him up and soft serve uh, questions. Um, They play a clip at one point from Darren Fletcher who. Uh, was his captain at West Brom for a time. And he starts with a fair amount of praise. You know, he just says, like, he's surprisingly strong. He's really quick and he, he's really good at breaking the lines and, like, finding spaces. Um, and he's, like, got basically unerring accuracy. Like, he he hits corners with his finishes, um, which means, you know, he's he's got great accuracy. So that was really good he then also said, you know, he's got a wee bit of a tendency to kind of feel sorry for himself. um, And it's never hit, you know, things that go wrong are never his fault. And I I would say through the interview, Mm. there's certain anecdotes where you get to see the other side and you're like, yeah, I can understand as a young kid, that would have been a horrible position to be put in. and, And it kind of humanizes him to an extent, but there are also stories where Darren Fletcher has got it spot on. and he does so just to give a classic example of him never being in the wrong he says oh I got robbed and that's why I got sacked by Stoke well when he tells the story he got caught drink driving by the police and he was supposed to be playing a reserve game the next day that's why he got sacked by Stoke he got caught because he got robbed in London but you know, He's like, that's why I got sacked, is because I got robbed. It's like, no, you got sacked because you were drink, drinking and driving the day before you were supposed to be playing a match of football, which is a breach of your contract. So you were doing that anyway. The, the robbery is what brings you to the attention of people. So you could argue you got caught because of that, but you still were doing the things. So they don't push him too much on that, to be honest, but it, it does kind of show you that there's this there is this side to him, but he seems to love Darren Moore. And the the interviews recorded as da, just as Darren Moore took over at Wednesday, so Rio sort of says, "Oh, you should be texting your mate Darren Moore and seeing if he can give you a, a place." And Berahino says, I, I, "He said I did. I texted him, and say congratulate him, and I said you got to stay in the championship because I'll come and help you next year." So, uh, so there's this connection. And supposedly, when he joined the uh, West Brom at twelve hardly speaking any English. Darren Moore was the first person to speak to him and sort of took him under his wing wow. a fair amount. So he definitely feels like, even from that short conversation, you sort of want to give Saido Berahino a hug. He's a bit of a kind of sad case and he's classic, needs an arm around the shoulder type of player. And I I hope Darren Moore's the person to do that. And um, hopefully we get to see some some of the really good stuff from him. Because he's 28, he's not, Oh, he's not done, you know? This is not a player who's shot joining us to eke out some final moments of their career.
1: I I think you you raise a really valid I I can't really kind of refute your points. I'm I'm gonna try and kind of come along with you on this ride. You know, <laughs> try and try and do a little pinky dalliance between me and you and we'll skip along on this this, <laughs> this kind of notion. Um I, I was wondering, you know, you said you've I scrolled through our WhatsApp messages, Rich, and got back to something that you put. I think this is the fundamental question I think you said, and I think it's a brilliant spectrum you've outlined here. Will he be a Ranger? Surprisingly good. Or a boffroid Bad in every possible way. Question.
0: Yes. Matter. Yes.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, we do often wonder about the ranger boffroid spectrum, really. We
0: do. We do. <laughs> Because I think Ranger, for everything he did outside of Wednesday, his period of time with us was very successful. I, I think he was surprisingly
1: decent, I think we can say. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, how many was he? Did he get three, four goals and a kind of.
0: Three, four goals and important goals for us as well. Yeah,
1: and about what, about a 10, 11 game kind Something of return? Like that. Yeah. Which for a loan spell is pretty damn decent, really. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's a mentality you get a player in and then they start to kind of fire near the end of. The limited spell, and that was back during the days like the emergency loan, right? Because it's, I I think that was the incredible thing. I think during the lockdown, I think going back and looking back over the season reviews, yeah, of Wednesday during the time, it's like it's staggering just how many players we had. Yes, it's 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 like I don't know, it's like it's like it's like the cast of Hamilton or something, you know? (laughs) Something, so many understudies coming to the fore, yeah, you know, through that, and so. No, I I think he was good. I, I think maybe you're making him a little bit better than he was. But I'm also wondering if I'm kind of forgetting the importance of some of those goals as well, to be fair, as part of this argument. So um, I, I, I think, think
0: there's... Sorry, go on.
1: No, I, I think there's an upside to this. You know, there's definitely an upside. It feels like the, it's the type of gamble a club like Sheffield Wednesday in this position would make, really. It's a cheap, speculative gamble. You know, it's, it's funny because I was just thinking about this, but I don't think there's much connection between the two. Well, they were friends and they did play together. So Darren Moore and Chris Wilder played together. It feels a bit like a Chris Wilder sign. Yeah. It feels kind of of that ilk of the the past of people like Brian Clough being like, yeah. you know, we've got someone on a cheap because we know he's talented, but you know he has one of the problems within the classic, the classic of football players. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's either... Money gambling or women, basically. Yes. Or actually, I don't know, maybe modern day footballers have a fourth one, which is that, uh, well, I, I guess there was a bit of drinking here, right? So
0: there's a bit of drinking. I think there was yeah. some nitrous. He's pictured taking nitrous at some point. I, so I, yeah. He was doing, he was doing mean, whippets, was he? He was,
1: he was, he was doing him. whippets, was he? Uh, he was Hi- uh, Hi- hippie crack, as it's labeled by the uh, by the tabloid media
0: he was taking the devo route a devo approach to his problems <laughs> um but yeah I, th- I think that's why i mentioned the sort of the Bothroy thing because i think it's there's plenty of b- bad players and gambles that don't work out but Bothroid seemed to just wholeheartedly destroy whatever team spirit was there i don't know i don't know quite <laughs> how we managed it but i think we broke the we broke our wage structure for him and he was so underwhelming Um, I think it just sort of ruffled everybody's feathers but that doesn't seem to I I would be surprised if that's the case with Berahino it's a different sort of situation but we'll see we'll see I mean Mm -hmm. there's there's plenty like a wilder signing there's plenty of opportunity for this to be a another miss
1: another miss Wednesday
0: I mean how many we uh, last summer we looked we read the the uh, the book which is name escapes me. Is it all Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. And that that honestly Sheffield Wednesday's history is taking the cheaper option and it failing time and time again. Right. Like it's not a it's not a unique thing though, is it to be fair? It's not unique, no, but it's I don't I can't really remember a story where one of those gambles paid off for us so it would be nice if this was one of them that did. I suppose Ranger is is that in a way. Um mm. to an extent, you know, he we got more out of his time than I think anybody had any right to expect. And since then, that was sort of a peak for his career because he's done nothing since. He's just gone down and down the pyramid. Mm. Uh, whereas I th- I think a lot of fans would have been fairly happy to see us sign him that summer.
1: Oh, I was going to say the same. I was going to say, yeah, it seemed a bit strange and a bit disappointing. We didn't join, didn't join us in any greatest, greatest great
0: sense. So yeah, it's, it's a really intriguing one. And it was a, it was a very fun addition to things. I think if we didn't have such a a a full looking balanced squad, you'd be more worried, but the nice thing is this is not a Jeffers or a, Graham where everything is rested on Berahino's shoulders. Yeah, Gregory is a perfectly good striker. Camberi looks alright. We know Patterson can grab goals. Windas, once he gets back, will get goals. It's just, can Berahino be another addition to that? And that's quite a nice position for him to be in and quite a nice position for us to be in.
1: Yeah, definitely. I was going to say the same thing, just similar mentality to what you're saying. We're waiting for Pato to get firing a little bit. Yeah if he will yeah. fire. But I think he will definitely have a purple patch. You know, I, he's a player who can comfortably get at least 10 goals in this division. And then, as we know, Windas, wind when he's on song and when he's on form and when he's yeah. fit, we'll, as we said, will absolutely destroy this division. i like to be honest. Yes.
0: Yeah. He's going to be chewing butts left, right and centre. <laughs> exactly. Just chowing down on butts. Uh <laughs> Uh, the other the other bit of news, just to cover off, is there's a rumor that there's some interest in Massimo Luongo from mm. his his homeland from Australia, mate. What, what do better
1: think? time did I have to alienate any of our Australian listeners by saying that I had some chicken salt recently and it was a bit shit?
0: Yes, it's pretty underwhelming.
1: It is underwhelming. I don't know why it's so revered. Anyway,
0: that's why they eat so many shrimps because the chips taste like rubbish. Anyway, so, so to our ant-
1: Antipodean friends and listeners, um, I will concede that Tim Tams are pretty great, though. I'm going to be honest.
0: They are pretty great. And,
1: are. and actually better than penguins, which is kind of sacrilege yeah. as a, as a as an Englishman. No,
0: it's fair enough.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, and the variations are good as well, in Tim Tams' favour. Like, there's double chocolate, there's caramel. They're all pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've had a mint penguin before, and it was gross. Truly <laughs> <laughs> really gross.
1: So I guess the possibility of this is, I guess, interesting since he's injured, but then the local press have said yeah. that, you know, Perth Glory have taken interest in, in Massimo Longo and the final year of his contract. Maybe we could get a, a fraction
0: Mass. A fraction Mass. A fraction of our money back on Mass. fraction of our, yeah, of our original feedback. Yeah. It's interesting because there was, so there was this rumour going around that he had quite a bad injury. And then I think, Last time Darren Moore was interviewed, he said they were quite pleased, actually. It wasn't as bad as it looked. Like it was more of a more of a kind of low-level injury, not not a tear surgery-type injury. So they were quite pleased about hmm. that. So oh, it's a strange one. I don't know what the season's like in, in Australia, because it might mean he just disappears at a, an odd.
1: Well, they still got a month left, a month left on their window, haven't they? Oh, so, have they? Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what the season's like there, since it's... You naturally just think it's just by the regular kind of northern hemisphere, but then it's a it's a bit different down there, isn't
0: it yeah hmm. yeah, anyway, anyway, <laughs> it'd be shame to i mean we it's it would be so uh when he plays, he's much better than that level of football, but he's just so rarely got himself onto a football pitch for us it's. Hard to feel bad if we got some money at this stage. I feel I'd feel happy. I think we've got the squad to cope without him, and we played most of last year without him. You know what? We wouldn't even notice the difference. No, just one less, uh, one less person in the physio room. One
1: less physio and cash sponge, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. I'd really hate getting to this position that that we are in Mm. to say because I don't know. I think we've we've had a few. He's had a few injury skits, you know. But then like I remember last like the beginning of last season being like, you know, if we can get,
0: if we can get
1: action mass firing.
0: But that's we're doing the same this season already.
1: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. But now I think we're we a bit wiser to say we're a bit we're a bit further yeah. down the road, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we've we've been down this road before. Mm-hmm. And it is bumpy. Yeah. Well, okay, there you go. Um so th- so for today's episode. Mm. The, uh, our brilliant idea, or uh, your brilliant idea, really, is to take in the totality of Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Because this is going to sh- surprise people, but they don't just sponsor a- for the two lowest leagues in league football. They also, they also make pizza a bit like Domino's. And so this is, I know I'll give people a moment to deal with that news. But you oh, to, if
1: you want to pause the podcast and just take a good 30 yeah, seconds to just...
0: Take a walk. T-
1: take a lap. I think it's one of those. I'd recommend a box breathing technique of breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that's probably a good call, I think. As you take, as you take a lap. Um, <laughs> so we're going to review the, the, the match and experience of being back in this... Wonderful storied trophy, Mm. uh, once again, being back in this competition, lauded as it is, and also review the experience of eating Papa John's pizzas. Yes. Yeah. It's finally happening. Um, So first off, we're going to talk football, I presume. Let's talk football. (laughs) The main dish. The Main dish,
1: and then we'll have a dessert, which is a savory thing. <laughs> Unless he went for a sweep, I don't know. Did they do a sweep pizza? Did they do a pizzuki? I <laughs> 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 oh,
0: <we>
1: don't know. <laughs> Rich isn't gonna sell <laughs> me to be okay. Okay, Let's go. <laughs> um, interesting from the lineup because we knew that we had some, the, you know, the hilarity of, the, of this competition that. You know the the the, the people are like oh, come on, take it a little bit seriously. <laughs> I was like, okay.
0: The what, the rule the rule base in terms of the line. Yeah.
1: So I I don't even know. Do um I guess the interesting thing because because looking at so well, Wildsmith was in there and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a yeah. second. But um was it
0: uh was Chiboy BPF off on international duty at that point or yes yeah he would have been. Because mm. I think it was the next, it was Wednesday or Thursday night he was playing for for Northern Ireland in Lithuania. Okay, there we go. So Joseph Wildsmith,
1: top 40 Joe has gone all Andrew Cole on us and now sounds like a religious sect leader. Did you notice that? No, no, what's this? He was this? He was christened Joseph Wildsmith in this game. Oh, was he? Joseph Wildsmith, yes. Do
0: you know, I have this weird memory and I don't know whether it was a, April Fools, mm. but for one game of football, I remember this distinctly. Paul, they they said Paul Scholes has said he wants to be called Paul Scholes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things that is ungoogleable. But I, it's it's so deeply ingrained in my brain. This one game is like they really made it because you know like what commentators are like when you do something like that. They're like, yeah, oh, look at this knobhead. <laughs> Paul Scholes plays the ball through. You know, like that. Sure, it wasn't <laughs> sure it wasn't
1: a promotional tip for uh, Mosey Scholes, the album by Ocean Coliseum.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs>
1: I, that'd be fun, though, if every player could change their name for one game. like Because I think every player should be able to do that. A bit like now you're saying this. A bit like everyone, every team can change its kit once, or, you know, for one game. I a, a,
0: change, a wild card change-up kit. Yeah. That'd
1: be fun. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's Joseph, Joseph Wildsmith, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Joseph Wildsmith. Wow. Mm. Okay. I hadn't noticed, but I like it.
1: It's a nice rebrand, isn't it? Yeah. The new I, feel, I feel a World. bit more assured with Joseph Wildsmith. Yeah. He's got some strong arms. That'll Joseph parry me Wildsmith. that'll parry me in bed.
0: <laughs> no matter where you lie down on the bed, he parries you to the center of the bed.
1: How's your night of Wild abandoned with Joseph Wildsmith? Oh, he's chucked me all around the bedroom, literally. <laughs> think, uh, so it was a strong ass lineup though, I'm gonna say. Um it was really nice to see Brennan and Sal getting a game alongside yeah. Corbino and FTB. Top reserve action, I said, and then I offer Palm's Den Den feature. Yeah. So clearly, even though we're going to talk about Papa John's, clearly, would clearly, Rich, we're looking at Papa Chan's trophy.
0: Mmm. <laughs> Papa Chan's for the taking. That's what, he, that's
1: what he said when he saw it. He licked his lips. Um, that is Papa Chan's for the taking.
0: But we, we, I mean, this was, uh, yeah. So we put out a pretty strong lineup, and uh, those stupid. Geordie daft kids didn't know what hit on really let's be honest mm. we we smacked them about the place we we, oh, we did sp- sent them sent them back up to Geordieland with their with their legs tanned <laughs> whipping boys
1: like it was a Newcastle or Woolly or the Newcastle <laughs> Newcastle <laughs> Bass Street kids perhaps. I'll
0: make your red, your bum red rock <laughs>
1: So anyway, since so this is Papa Chow's trophy, so clearly we're going for more than a slice of the action. We're going for the entire shakaroni with garlic and honey mustard dipping sauce on the side. Local mm-hmm. franchisee menu options may differ. May differ.
0: Well, yes, that's an odd, It's not. It's an uh, not so, one that's known to me.
1: So a bit of discrepancy here, folks. Um, I've done a lot more notes on the game. I mean, this is our main focus because so you know, I think the Macam's the Maccums kids are off in Eastern Europe yeah. backpacking, and it's not. It's not a new. It's not a new installment in the Hostel franchise. Um, it's, <laughs> so on Wednesday's 154th birthday, we're not playing a game of football. So let's look back at the, at the Papa John's game. Um, you know, I said it's adventurous stuff all all around, even before Big Dom does a cultured half-volley loft back to top 40 Joseph in the opening minutes. <laughs> Warm him up. There we go. Uh, tenth minute, sound breaks and strikes hard a young barcode's keeper. Den-den is slightly off the parried rebound. Electric. Just like going to a friend's house and finding out of a spare parmesan-crusted meatball pepperoni papadilla for you. And for any of our listeners um, who haven't transformed the Scary World as competition being sponsored by a pizza company, I want to offer some comforting old-school analogies. So this was a bold plum color of a play from the Johnson's Paint catalogue. Um, hey. Some of the styling of the event, like... Um, you know, I, I said, Newcastle kids wore a wrongish Wolfe's third kit to the event. Mm. Not quite Liz Hill in the black Versace dress, is it? Uh, disappointing we're not seeing Portuguese delights from the Wall side, much like the blue cheese and pulled beef pizza big in Portuguese Papa John's. <laughs> so interesting comment from the commentary, Rich. Uh, Robo Neal described the game to be half competitive. Do you think the glass is either half competitive or half kick around, depending on how you look at it? It,
0: depends on, it all depends on perspective.
1: It does. Uh, yeah, because it, it did have a bit of a, a pre-season vibe to it. <laughs> it did. It did. The fact, like, we're only opening the south stand, so the yeah. cameras are just blazing around kind of a, a cavernous Hillsborough.
0: Yes. It's weird that that... I mean, I know it makes sense that that's the stand where all the action happens anyway, so it's where the luminaries are, it's where the players are, so... I know it makes sense to open that one stand. But um, from a TV perspective, it would be better to to put people on the North and make them sit lower on the North, like close the top half of the North and then it would look like there was actually fans in the ground rather than mm. the empty stadium.
1: Or you could put the camera on the other side of the pitch, really. Whoa. Did they have a permanent kind of camera set up on the
0: south stand? Yeah, basically. That's all set up for... Right, okay. Fair enough. Because... It, it, yeah, well, normally there'd be fans, wouldn't there, in the in the north? There would, there would. Use so you'd them. have to like clear fans to build a, some sort of platform. Mm. Anyway,
1: anyway, um, so a lot of chances. Like we are absolutely all over them. Fourteenth minute, Corbino blazes down the wing again, rolls it in. Den Den teases across and Sal blazes over. Sixteenth mm. uh, minute, corbino slips it through wonderfully for Wing, who struck it just wide. Yeah. Uh, 23rd minute. I was delighted by this. Denden uh, Den does a faint step over to send a young Geordie for a hot dog and no listener, not the American hot dog pizza from the South <laughs> Korean Papa John's menu there in 2019. Such a good move. I would tribute to Island breeze in the Johnson's paint catalog. <laughs> and just as a uh, rich and I are doing a rare kind of a rare move away from the regular format here. We're actually trying a second one. We're in person over, over, over the zoom, but I'm going to show pitch. Richard, oh, that's picture of the hot dog pizza. Wow. Which is essentially, I'll put it, we can put it in the show notes as well, but essentially every slice has its own singular hot Frankfurter dog. on it. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just chop up the hot dog and have it like a pepperoni?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's gross. It, it reminds me, it, it makes before. me think a lot about the um, I think you should leave sketch where he's trying to.
0: Yes. <laughs> he's trying to. <laughs> I've had a pizza before where the hot dog was in the crust all the way around.
1: Yes, that was a Hut Hut did that one, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I and remember. Like, not Trump. as hateful as you might imagine. I remember coming over to Canada
1: and then they talked about it on the American side to be like,
0: oh, <laughs> American
1: pizza, Hut's getting this. And I was like, we had it in the UK first. Yeah, we were there first. Suck it.
0: I've never had the one with little hamburgers. On the outside. As the loose. little
1: hamburger crayons.
0: Yeah, I've never had that one.
1: Yeah.
0: i never had the pleasure.
1: 28th minute, FDB wrestling wide from a Canberra layoff. Um, mm-hmm. 30 minutes, we nearly bag with Canberra. Yes. I was a bit disappointed he didn't do that, I'm going to be honest. Great work on the touchline, FDB. Holding off his child and then pacing it forward to Slipping Florian, whose fresh shot was decent. Not as fresh as Garden Fresh, Papa John's much-loved vegetarians <laughs> are, as it cannoned off the post and he could not capitalize on the rebound. And just for everyone at home as well, that would be Buckingham in paint colours. I had a weird moment where I kind of figured out like the gap in finances between these two clubs. So seeing a Newcastle player with the 73 number tells me enough about division of wealth between these two clubs. Yeah. Mm. But
0: I mean, it was, it it was really like pretty much total and utter dominance. We just sat in their half and built chances. I
1: know. Well, the fact that like I've still got like three more chances to tell you about yeah. before before half time just shows it was just complete one way traffic, and I, I think they were we were a little bit unfortunate to only be so t- 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 they were unfortunate they were fortunate sorry to really be yeah to no- one yeah. nil down at that stage. It
0: can barely hear the post with that chance to, as he well. Did. Didn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, amazing one two cutting apart the children defense. Uh, Corbino <laughs> hits it well. That's palm behind for a corner. And that's not Pizza Corner, which was the Indian pizza chain acquired by Papa John's in 2015. Uh, that chance is champagne gold in the JPT books. But the 40th minute, that came the goal. We broke through. This is a crisp finish, almost as crisp as the Asian Grains gluten-friendly crust from Papa John's. From Sal, as the ball is chipped forward beautifully by wing, FDV nods onto Sal's control and stuff into the corner of 1-0. Sal sending it. Sal sending us into fiery, fiery sunset with that painstroke of genius. That was a wonderful goal, and I think I just that was a I,
0: really, really good goal.
1: I think we can go and talk about like some of the performances and what we think about this later because I, I do want to have a little bit of a brief Wednesday kind of focus in this mm. weird kind of preseason game uh, before we get into it. But I really like the I, I've always liked the look of um, Delhi Bashiru in a number of roles. Yeah, but I think him popping up in that second striker role and having yeah. that that nodded on assist was just beautiful. Yeah. I really liked the look of both those two, uh, Sao and Deli Bashiru, the partnership they were forming.
0: No, it really worked. It worked nicely to, together. Um, I. It just makes, in a way, it makes me a little bit frustrated. We just have seen so little of Deli Bashiru. I, I know he's raw and there's mistakes, but Adenaran's making mistakes, but we know there's enough upshot to, to make it worth, you know, it's, it's worth the odd moment he gets caught cold because most of the time he looks like he's got the full picture in his head but um i, I wonder yeah. if
1: a bit with fdb though it's it's sort of a bit like every game looks like four games from now with a run of games he could be some player but he never gets four games i know i know he never gets four games but that, that's kind of thing unfortunately about the problem really
0: I th- and also t-
1: i thought that fdb would do well in this midfield with the numbers that we had before we bought wing and Adeniran and Bias.
0: yeah, and by the way, that setup was Adeniran, the header. The header was Adeniran? I thought it was it was Deli Bashir. No, just double checked. Oh, dear! Oh, dear! <laughs> but they were occupying very similar spaces and making very similar runs. It's true, um,
1: there was so much kind of fluid kind of interplay along that kind of mid forward line, people breaking the lines. Yeah, it was I, just I could have sworn it was FTB.
0: I've no well, <laughs> website saying it's not, and then I've seen, it, I've watched it back. So and it doesn't. doesn't. Okay, but still, I think the point's valid though. FDB looked really good. He got shots and efforts off. He he played. Mm-hmm. He, he made things for other people. He looked. Mm-hmm. He looked uh, as you say, almost sort of playing off the front man. He was the f- the furthest forward at the two. He he looked uh, a real headache for them to mm-hmm. to work with. And you've got to remember, this is under twenty ones he's just turned 20 he's an under 21 himself so for for some of the senior players you're sort of thinking well of course you should be doing better than these kids deli Bashir is just a kid he's the same age as that he would be he could play in this game if we were putting out an under 21s team he could play for us so <laughs> the fact he stood out so much in you know, it almost says more for him than than most of the other players on the pitch because he looked better than his peers by such a so, distance.
1: It's interesting, yeah. I mean, it, w- when it came to halftime, I, I know it's on the forty-five minute. I said Sal's having a field day against kids. He weaves in mm-hmm. as he weaves in now of them. And I mean, coming into halftime, difficult to say how much fun this game is and how good it is. As you know, essentially, again, it's against children. You know. <laughs> We certainly yeah. pulled them apart, much like the cinnamon pull-aparts in the menu by having them for desserts. <laughs> that's the confident strokes of Conquer color paint, by the way. So having the delight of the game so far, with not much of a delight as the Papa's, Papa John's tuna delight in his native Netherlands, and that's quell Ridge and Paint, folks. Yeah, I really like the look of... I like the look of Sal in this one, I want to say. It,
0: it, it looked... He looked good. He also looked... Because potentially you're looking at a position there where we've got three good options. I think Johnson has done okay. He's equipped himself well when he's played there. Um, Brown's we've both picked out Brown as, as being a a very good performer, Mm -hmm. but he's playing in that same position, doing something different with it. Obviously he's right footed, which means he brings, there's a different emphasis to the way he plays, but the fact he's, he seemed to be really good at picking moments to play off the fullback and the, and the center back. And, uh, and and I don't think either of them comfortably knew where he was at any given time, and that's where his goal, his first goal, came from. In that same sort of, you know, he, they didn't know where he was going to be, where he's going to pop up, and then he's he's got the goal, and he's confident. He's t- you know, he took on lots of shots. I don't know how many shots he personally had, um, but it felt like a lot. It we had like, like a lot.
1: did we have twenty nine shots overall? I think it was twenty nine
0: shots overall, yeah. and
1: eight on target, something along those
0: lines. Yeah. You're the man with the stats out there. But yeah, 29 shots, eight on target, 16 off target, and five blocked. But um, I- I'm seeing, I'm wondering if I can find particular individual ones. Mm, they're not giving. Oh, 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 oh. So apparently, apparently, so only had three shots two on target, one off. Wing had three shots off target. Delhi Bashiru had four. Mm. I, f- I found that this, uh, I've got to say, SofaScore might be my new favorite website. Wow. Hefty praise, giving me some. It's giving me some some stats. It's giving me satisfaction, is what it is like.
1: Rich doesn't need to if he ever commentates a game. Doesn't need to ever write out any stats on a bit of paper for him to refer to. He can just fire up Sofa Score.
0: Sofa Score, that's the one. That's the awesome. one. You know, you're in a tin pot competition when even the BBC doesn't have a page dedicated. We're to-
1: having <laughs> <No. laughs> rather talk about women's football instead, I guess.
0: And pretend like it's real football. I know, well, not just didn't, when they go like, no, but like, I feel like there should be some acknowledgement when they go like, Man City signed Deborah Meaden, and you're like, Oh, I thought for a second like you were actually telling me Man City had signed. They should, I think, this should have to be some demarcation that like it's the Man City women's team. I don't know how you do that, but I usually use my eyes and see the lady, the lady football. Uh, I'm actually uh, sex blind, <coughs> so i just see sports people, actually, Luke.
1: Well, oh, there we go. There's no there's no counselling of different gravy podcasts ever, ladies
0: and gentlemen. <laughs> Bel- believe no, it, we've tried just, to cancel. It's annoying when, when they're like, Liverpool have inquired about the availability of, and then it's like, Scylla. Is it Scylla South? No, no, it's Scylla Black. It's it's, it's, <laughs> <another>. <laughs> uh, it's a mild it doesn't really affect my life in any way, but it's something of some creation anyway. No, but yeah. I always
1: find it weird when it's like, well, let's let's focus on what's going on in the league tonight. I'm like, yes, I don't
0: really. I don't yeah. Know. But we, we had 69% possession that first half. Wow. And 20 of our shots were in that half as well. So we, it was really, um, we were popping. Mm. With 20 shots is basically a shot every other minute. More or pretty, less. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So this is as this is as pretty as dominant as it gets. Really, would have been nice to have converted a few more, but that's uh, it's still very. It was a very enjoyable thing to see. Uh, kick off the
1: kickoff second half, 49th minutes, minute, Sauer's denied. Video was offside. Beautiful free flowing stuff to feed in Sauer, but he's off. Fifty uh, first minute, Johnson slams it in off the post. That was absolutely beautiful. Controls it down his, on his chest and smacks it off the far post. He celebrates any way you would expect a goal by looking dejected. <laughs> Almost if someone pissed all over his all-day breakfast pizza, ochre dreams and paint.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I suppose he justified it by sort of saying it's like, well, it's like a reserve match, you know, or like I'm beating kids, I don't want to rub it in <laughs> kind of thing. But it was a very, very fine finish. It wasn't, dude. And I like him. I think I would maybe prefer him a left-back. He's another one that looked good all game. I know this is again with it's well you know we're well trodden that this is kids, um, but I thought it was another good good shift put in at left back, and all, that move started by a really good cross from Corbinot. Like it was dangerous, and that's uh, it was cleared his cross, but uh, only as far as as Johnson, who just dinked it home just so casually. Oh, oh.
1: Chester down. It's very, very nice. If you didn't really need to put much on your chest just to get it down, get it in the spot to, to volley it home. And then a goal win off the post is always fantastic as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. then speaking of goals off the post, 53rd minute, Palms makes it 3-0. Palmer with his second, this is his second senior goal for Wednesday, I think.
0: Is it 3 now?
1: Or oh, is it 3? I think
0: he did get one last year. Who did he score against last year? the MK Don's one. And then I think he got one last year.
1: And that was about like ten years later, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's something crazy. Look, let me, uh, let me. Uh, you can Google that while you, I carry on and do yeah, my do spiel. You'd you be pissing. So
1: the Owls America sponsored works Op Express times his run to perfection like a striker, and much like his biggest fans in the states, gives his keeper the p- eyes, and then makes his finish as simple as a cheese pizza. And those oh. references of folks are hot cherry and teal topaz. <laughs>
0: Great, great finish. Great composure, great finish. And what a pass from wing. Because he played from that wing. from he's our own on. half, I think, <laughs> to a crowd it's of nice. players. Why was Liam Palmer being the one to
1: just make the beautiful strikers run into space,
0: he just, just completely he
1: exploit the two centre-backs in the middle, get it one and one, and then dink it in like he's like he's
0: Cliver or something? What is going on? Can I say this in hushed tones? Could it be something off the training ground, Luke? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Palmer scored the winning goal on the 30th of January against Preston last mm, season.
1: I've f- I forgotten that one. I remember it being a rare breed. I remember being there for his first goal against MK Doms.
0: Oh, well, I think both of his previous goals had been fairly bungled efforts. This was, you know, this was the unerring uh, precision of a, of a certified hitman. This was... <laughs> This was Henrik Larsson and his Pomp-esque finishing. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
1: On the commentary, Rob O'Neill wondered if the Newcastle kids taste nights like this gives an experience of better things. I think the taste is purely just Papa John's.
0: A strange aftertaste that everything has from there.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey, let's calm down. Let's slow our roll a little bit. Sorry. Jumping ahead of ourselves, sixty-eighth minute, Corbinow has Bonswell's pants down, and Bonswell tries
0: to keg Corbinow. As a result, do you remember yes. that? yeah, we nearly saw peen, or at least a bit of a bit of bon. <laughs> nearly
1: saw a bit of Big Theo's little Feodor.
0: <laughs> we nearly then... saw the whole Corbinow show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nearly saw his long Hamilton. Um, <laughs> From the free kick, Palmer now reckons he's Cliveyts and takes down a free kick and swivels one over the bar. Palmer <laughs> making a very late run to Paul Warhurst standard at this stage. Yeah,
0: he's uh, he's seeing off the threat of Berahino before it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I think that was pretty much it, really. I think that was, I mean, that was pretty much all the chances. And from then, I think it kind of petered out. But I, you know, I'm. I, Grateful we got three, three beautiful goals in this, in this game. One Absolutely. late moment I want to kind of focus on that was not it was of the game, but not actually in the game itself. Okay. Um, hearing an older fan entertain some kids by partaking in a balmy Army chant, told it all about the game. Entertaining the kids by playing with them. Just in our instance, we're giving them a toweling.
0: <laughs> if Palmer had scored that other one as well, I mean, he may as well have just retired. Like it's the, that is he's never ever gonna match. If he'd popped that one in the top corner after his his through ball of delight, I mean yeah, that was that's it. He would have completed football. Put, like, put
1: football put, completed. put down put down the game of FIFA and trade it, like, take, <laughs> it take it take it down to trade it
0: in. You you've got all it. the achievements. You've got all the Chiefs, Palms. Palms, Palms, you've got all the achieves. I, um, yeah. I, well, I put. I put. Uh, <laughs> my summary was the Ted Lasso in football match form, questionable in so many ways, but the end result is unavoidably uplifting.
1: <laughs> oh, very
0: good. Because it, um, yeah, it sh- it shouldn't have worked, but it it did. It was a salve yeah. to the spirits, and mm. uh, hard not to feel. Yeah, feel like a sh- you've got a shot in your a shot in our arm, our collective arms, uh, heading into the rest of the season because that was lots of things were clicking. We got to see, Sa- in particular, seeing So or Sal for the first time was very very pleasing. He looks a real threat. Mm-hmm. Um, in, it, yeah, just
1: there's a lot to be said for the golfing quality for this, but I I would say that it. it it's only putting us in a better position in terms of our confidence levels.
0: And it's so unlike us to just really put a team to the sword in that way.
1: Mm, that's true.
0: How many games where it's like, well, we should really easily win this. And it's either we lose or we eke out a 1-0 that's nervy at the end, like batten down the hatches and almost get caught out. So to keep playing, getting more goals. And really, I mean, if it had been 8-0... That wouldn't have flattered us. It was, it was pure dominance. It was, it was indeed. Though I, I do. It would have been say, very harsh. I think you probably would have. Some children would have cried.
1: The disappointment in his times with uh, nullified focus and nullified attention is where's Neville Southall to say, "Well done, Liam. He's only fourteen years old." <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Which again shades of Michael Owen from Liam Palmer, let's be honest. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> oh dear. But the, the so that I think that's the thing looking at it, what what was nice for me, I thought Brennan just looked so comfortable so classy. You know, this is obviously it's a it's a Premier League youth team. They're being told to do things the right way, they're playing out from the back and um you know they're clearly being taught the right things, but Brennan is of of an age with some of them, or or similar sort of age. And you know he looks, he just looked so confident and comfortable. And he's ordering. I saw him ordering our offer around, um, taking control of situations, and and um, and you know stepping in, making making an interception, and, and pulling away with the, with the possession of his feet. Really good. I really loved watching it. Sure. I thought, I, I thought the bit where we he was so comfortable
1: we actually ordered the Papa John's pizza for afterwards. As, uh... he,
0: he, he, we talk about people getting a cigar on, but what he <laughs> did was he rolled up a slice of Papa John's pizza like a cigar <laughs> and munched on it throughout. Actually
1: set it on fire and smoked it. There we
0: go. Yeah. I'm
1: taking a full <laughs> hit of uh, stuffed
0: crust at a dome. <laughs> Instead of slippers, he wore crocs. He's just got his own twist on things. He's his own guy. <laughs> but yeah, not much to dislike, really, in no, that game. Not at all. Hmm. Uh, wing Wing obviously looked it's the best wings played for us. I think if we could see a bit more of, of that wing going forward, that would be very, very nice. He uh he looked like he'd got Bannon's cheat codes, um, in terms of just keeping possession in every situation. Uh just didn't give the ball away, looked really clever little flicks and yeah. Yeah, just it's a very positive, very positive performance and good win. I don't know how this all shakes out, this competition, but it's, it, we're part of a weird league now, <laughs> so uh we've got that to get through. It's one of the, it's an odd competition, isn't it? Because what it holds similar to all the other cops in the country is you do get a day out at Wembley if you get to the final and what tends to happen with it is nobody cares until about the semi final, And then it's like, Oh, actually we could get to Wembley. It'd be quite nice to go to Wembley this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I suppose it depends what, what else we've got going on as a club. If we're in a promotion race, we'll probably sort of um, resent the time and effort that it takes all the way through the season. But if, if we end up having a more middling season, it is that sort of competition that can give you a bit of a cherry on top of a, of a, of a campaign when maybe there wasn't much prospect of that. So yeah, it's an interesting one. We're just going to see how we, how we go. Mm -hmm. Um, So Harrogate and Mansfield are the other two teams in the Northern group. Yeah. And Harrogate, Harrogate won their their game against Mansfield. So yeah. Is it Northern group F? Is that right? Probably. Anyway, there we go. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so, are we going to move on to the yes? To the
1: hop? Let's do it. Yeah, I think we should elect. I'm going to kind of elect what our review scheme should be. Rich, we should do it over five out of five gravy boats.
0: Five gravy boats. Okay, is that per item or for the the chain as a whole?
1: That's for the the meal experience as a whole.
0: Okay, so Come on, Rich,
1: take me through what's uh, what do you want? Uh,
0: okay. Well, I downloaded the app, which has a two-star rating on the Google Play Store. <laughs> a great start.
1: Did you get the stickers? We've ever got stickers.
0: Didn't get stickers. I get think it's stickers on
1: the iPhone one. Yeah, I've got, I've got the, I've got oh. the app, but I couldn't be asked to sign up for it, so I just, yeah, I just didn't bother, I'm gonna be honest.
0: Well, I was very, very lucky to be one of the, I'm sure, frighteningly few people offered a fifty percent off offer. On my uh, on my meal, oh! Uh, as long as I spent twenty pounds, so I was bounding my way to twenty quid and, and beyond, really. To because I felt the more I the more I bought, Luke, the more old Papa John was shelling out in my favor. That's how that's how fifty percent off works, isn't it? It is. It is totally. So I got a uh, I got two pizzas, uh, one with the works on it. Which is pepperoni, Italian style sausage, ham, chestnut mushrooms, green peppers, onions, and black olives. And I got there with a stuffed crust. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got a Weir which is created as part of their sponsorship of the Paralympic Games. So this is, it's created by six time Paralympic gold medal David Weir. Gold medalist, sorry. He's not a six-time gold medal. That would be really weird. Um, and it did get me thinking, could we have League One or League Two team or player-based pizzas in the future? <laughs> a Sheffield Wensleydale pizza, for instance.
1: Maybe so. Maybe we can,
0: but dream. The, the werewolf, um consisted of Pepperoni, onions, green peppers, chopped tomatoes, sweet corn, and mushrooms. And I got that on a standard crust. I did figure out when I was writing this down, I just ordered them based on the look and uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. I think I ordered two fairly similar <laughs> pizzas <laughs> looking at it. But there you go. What can you do? Um, for the purpose of science and, and, and this experiment, mm. I also got some four cheese tater tots. And some mm. chocolate scrolls for dessert. Mm. <laughs> you went far ahead of this experiment than
1: I did. I'm going to be honest. Because I just What's went this? purely pizza. I did two lots of pizza on two separate okay. ones, To be okay. fair. Because the first time I went, I did... Uh, um, so I'm going to f- I've just bomb myself into the Sheffield Wednesday podcasting family as always <laughs> and our friends at Al's America. So I actually have been a bit behind listening to their excellent uh, podcast, but I was listening to their The second to last episode last night, and I had to get all the way to the end to get to the bit I really want to know, which was at the end of it. um, They had each one of them offer their favorite pizzas. Oh. And I don't think that I can judge with what I'm going to say. I'm going to select here. So I'm going to hold my cards close to my chest for a second. (laughs) What I will say, though, is unfortunately, uh, Justin Desaurier, New New England Owls, goes for a white pizza with broccoli on uh prompted Paddy to tell him to fuck off rather loudly. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna join in with telling him to fuck off. That's that's not a good that is not a good selection. However, your boy Luke enjoys pineapple on pizza, which is a contentious thing and makes some people get very, I do too actually
0: won't hear a dissenting voice here, although I didn't go for it. No,
1: so I, I have a very strong memories of uh, being a, a young boy and and uh, hanging out with my, my dad, taking us taking me to Pizza Hut on a Saturday morning for lunch, and then having the, you know, having the hot, deep, crispy pan with the pineapple. And it comes yes. out and it's hot, and it's oh. even though I, I do remember watching. I know, like a friend of mine showed me a video by a guy on YouTube who basically compared, basically said, kind of pineapple on pizzas, kind of like Hodges. Hot fruity jizz Why? I don't know I can kind of see his point I'm going to be honest with you But I really
0: <laughs> I really I really enjoy it I mean, it's I hot don't... and fruity That's undeniable It's the jizz part That's very questionable It's very shit. Sure.
1: Okay Well He was a gay man So maybe he was A bit more Focused well, on Well he was loving it was. No No he wasn't But I don't know Maybe he's a bit more A bit more jizz focused Than the rest of us Maybe I don't know <laughs> Anyway, I've been saying some questionable things here. So I went for the Epic stuff, Cross 14-inch with just pineapple. That was the first time. Yeah, so here's the thing. Well, I I get really annoyed with places being like, you can do this whole pizza that we've selected for X amount of dollars or pounds and then be like, oh, you can do a regular one and then you can put it on for $2.50 for every topping. I'm like, it doesn't cost $2.50 every topping. You are just... Just give me give me the same financial benefit from ordering a works. You don't buy them pre-frozen. You're not getting out a San Marco from the freezer and being like, well, it's what was on it. You know, we got them on bulk. No, fuck you. Why why are you encouraging me to be like, <clears throat> have a the works, have a meat lovers, if you would? I'm like, no. Give me, give me piece or autonomy.
0: But I can't help but feel you're just—you're only hurting yourself by having just a, pe- a pineapple piece. No,
1: I'm not. I'm enjoying myself. I'm not hurting myself. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, Saying that though, Rich, so I have, I have that. All that I got my fruitage piece.
0: Nothing, nothing to balance <laughs> it out as well. I Enjoyed it. I liked it. I had a good time. Walter Leave fruit. me
1: alone. <laughs> Don't put me in the Justin DeSaurier box. <laughs> um. So outside of that, I also kind of... Then I was looking for the menu, Rich, and this was funny. This was funny, Rich, and this is something else we can get onto here. We, me and you, remember time we went to... We'll come onto this in a second, but Rich and I were in a time in LA and we had a similar similar mentality. I was so taken with the fact that they advertised a very, very large pepperoni pizza. They called it the Aroni Pizza. <laughs> to coincide again with that weird sportsman related sponsorship of pizzas like well, menu types
0: well shack isn't <clears throat> Shaq is, so i don't n- know what's happened mascot wise in the uk i think they have taken john himself off the, uh, the 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 various bits of packaging but in america part of the save the brand was to bring shack on board so that I believe that will be why there is a shack based pizza available for you. Shack is now it. a board member. There are special Shack Papa John outlets and uh, the enduring appeal of Shaquille O'Neal mainly cuz he's just a g- giant. People just like the fact that he's like a giant. Tall
1: man. people. Yes.
0: Yes. So so did you, you did you go for it?
1: I did. I went and that's what I had yes. last night.
0: Excellent. And that's what I
1: still got the box on the front on the on the floor. Because I just had two cold slices before we got going,
0: <laughs>
1: so there we go. That's my orders. But I, I feel bad that I didn't join you in the the appies because the appies and the dessert and desserts, I think they have some good choices,
0: some interesting choices there. Even then- the
1: big, even like the really terrible big chains that here, like the Pizza Hut, they've got a they've got a that looks looks like it's got Luke's name on it, but then it never has Luke's name on it because Luke never wants to order from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Uh. You know, because I'm not ordering for a small family. You know, I'm, I'm ordering for Luke, and I should eat less food, basically.
0: <laughs> you could eat it out over several days. Nah, <laughs> no nah. nah. I'm never quite convinced that there's a good method of reheating pizza. I know everybody's got their own. I've got, one, another, I've got one that I've got one that I've just do it upside down in a pan and put some water in, put the lid on, and then it's perfect. It's like, no, it's not. That's
1: exactly what I do. So shut up.
0: I just think that I think the thing is pizza is what's good. What the good thing about pizza is cooked fresh is you get that kind of meeting of well-cooked dough for your crust, mm. and the kind of spongy gooey bit of dough where the, where the sauce and the ingredients have met the edges of the dough. And then you just lose that. You just get a completely dry item, I think from a, from a reheat. Regardless of, I've tried the pan thing. I've tried both ways up in the pan, cheese down, bass down. I've. That's the way he
1: likes to (laughs) fuck.
0: Anyway, we're not getting into this. We're not getting into the (laughs) reheat or or, or that matter. Uh, Anyway, Um, so I ordered and studiously followed on the tracker. They've got a, a Domino's esque tracker where you can kind of. It's in the oven. It's being checked for quality. It's on its way.
1: So they've gone the way of dominoes. Domino's Dominoes, sort of, dominoes. dominoes like... part of the tracking system.
0: Yeah. I think people like to feel there's momentum to things. There's like to feel
1: problem. you eat something that has a chip inside.
0: Uh, maybe, but more than just there's a propulsion. Things are moving forward. The plot is being, <laughs> it's, it's being progressed. That's what we want to feel. <laughs> and I think by having a more granular, granular phases to that, it pleases us.
1: <laughs> we were like, you know, pizza,
0: we don't want it to be like Mad Men. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So 30, 40 minutes went by going through the various phases. Then it, got, it changed from on the way to enjoy, but hadn't arrived. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, there must so be a, called, surely there'd be a delivered. I, well, that was that's what delivered was just enjoy was delivered. We've delivered, enjoy it. Shut up about it. <laughs> so enjoy was their last phase. That's I think, the I, think
1: I should tell them when I'm going to enjoy their pizza.
0: <laughs> so I called up and got a very sort of taxi rank esque. <laughs> around the corner now. He's just coming around now. No, I'll be there in five minutes. Uh, it was at least another half hour. It was a long, long wait for this pizza. I was over an hour waiting for the pizza and Papa John's is seven minutes walk from my house. I should have just gone and picked it up. It's my own laziness, but, um, I, I was hoisted by my own lazy petard in this case. Um, the, the, the thing that one thing that did sort of molliate me in my, uh, in my, my aggressive weight was they had a game on the tracker called Papa jump, where a little green alien is jumping on <laughs> On pizza boxes in kind of a balance. I don't know. You, I don't know if you've ever sort of played that arcade game where Doodle jump. Uh, no, no, no. It's more like you're trying to stack things up. So where you so it's like um, the columns are moving across, and you want yep. to try and stop them so that you yep. make a nice big pile. So this is what you're doing with pizza boxes. Basically, you jump, and where you land on them, mm. they sit in the pile, and the pile can get. Unwieldy and fall over, but in mm-hmm. the end, I got up to eighty-two, which I was really quite pleased with. So that was a big highlight for the of the <coughs> evening already, and I haven't had a bite to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want uh, do you want me to do you want to do your pizzas experience, or do you want me to go go into the pizza experience now?
1: You go to it, I think, because I think I've overcooked the um, the the reviewing the winter game. And I think okay. I've over and cut the pizza review. Cause I don't think I've done the level as as that we... you've done of this.
0: I've got more of a summary at the end. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So the, so the, the works, mm. I'll hold my hand up and be honest. This was me stacking the deck, my limited experience of Papa John's in the past. Um, I, I know that it's quite a, it's, it's a, a weird concoction that works for me. Um, olives uh dog food-esque chunks of of uh, sausage and then occasional deep-laid piece of pepperoni uh nothing too exciting uh with the stuffed crust but pleasing texture all around sort of softens everything up to a fair extent and uh the, the pretty pretty decent effort there the werewolf was a bit wet and mushy um i think fresh tomatoes can be a bit of a cruel mistress when it comes to pizzas
1: uh, it is, especially it when is, you add in indeed.
0: mushrooms, peppers, and sweet corn, yeah. it can all be a bit kind of, they've got a bit of moisture to them, all of those. Um, the saving grace, again, was getting those occasional deep-seated chunks of pepperoni, just getting a little like, oh, there we go. Wasn't expecting that little spicy hit. Thank you very much, you little salty bastard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say that. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> um. The, I went, so this was on the standard base, and I think their standard base is a bit better than the kind of Domino's equivalent. I find Domino's a little bit cardboardy at times. Wow,
1: interesting. A little bit
0: crackery. Crackery, yes. I like a bit more of a doughy a doughy feel to things. So, so yeah, I, I, kudos to them on that front. Um, I do find that their pizza has a strange aftertaste. I don't know whether it's like the oil that they use in their pans or something, but there's just a. Almost everything that you get from there has this through line of this this final taste. Anyway, it might be the tomato sauce as well.
1: I hope you didn't get any through lines on your shirt, Rich.
0: No, I didn't, no. Kind of I'm strange. allergic to those being a Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> what do you think of the... There's a debate to be had around the sauce. What do you think of that? Do you get the same kind of yellowish garlic sauce?
1: Yeah, that's that's a big focus actually. So that, that's something I, I, I've got an analogy about that in my my kind of write up summary. But I, I don't know what to feel about the garlic. It, they say it's a garlic aioli, but it just feels like garlic butter. Yeah, it just feels like it's butter melted with garlic somehow. I, yes. I don't know. I kind of like it, but I kind of disgusted by it. I'm going to be it's honest. Not with
0: exactly it. the same. I sort of like. I think it's the first taste is is quite good, and then everything else is bad, like the texture. It's got a kind of – it's butter, but it's the synthetic kind of butter. It's it's weird. It's a bit like how I imagine those Huel things, you know, like those meal replacement sort of things <laughs> would be. Just like kind of, I don't know. Like Soylent. <laughs> soylent, yeah. It's the Soylent yeah. of butter. It's you you of butter. can
1: believe it isn't butter because it's Soylent.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. It's people. Um, OK, I'm going to I'm going to get. Through the t- <laughs> OK, I've got that. So the tots, tater tots.
1: Yeah. How were they? They sound good.
0: Well, a mixed bag. OK, a mixed they bag. were like bad. They were bad. Uh, but maybe my favourite thing from my meal. Like <laughs> I think the thing is they're baked, not fried. That's the this is the kind of pizza place conundrum. They're always looking for things that they can put through the pizza oven. Right. And tater tots, I think anything potato-based, I think one of the joys of ordering in is you generally get something that's fried, whereas a, um, a pizza place is not going to fry that more often than not. They're going to put that through the through the pizza oven. It's going to be warmed up a bit, toasted a bit, but it's going to feel – it's sub-cooked-in-the-oven-level uh, cooking that's going into these things, by and large. Um can I ask you something about your own experience? So here's something I've got to kind of chip in with this, and it's something
1: we can unite hands, we can shake hands across the uh, across the borders that we are, the thousands and thousands of miles we're apart here. So I, I, I don't know if this is a North American thing that's kind of translated across to the UK. Um, do you with every pizza? Do you have a pepperoncini
0: pepper? They. They used to do that with all of them. I think they now only do it with... There's one, they, I think they call the Greek, and that's the only one that has it. Wow. Yeah. I think so. Papa John's does it occasionally, but they're the only place that I know of that does it, But and they only do it every now and then. Do they do it all the time? Is that like a standard thing in America? Yeah. Or is it just... A, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Approximately two to three inches length yeah. of a mild spice level, the yellow, green, pepperoncini is Papa John's trademark pro bono garnish. Not my words, the words of the thrillist. Um, they've also saying from this article that basically Papa John's chief ingredient officer, his name is Sean Muldoon, said they briefly tested taking out the pizza boxes and you wouldn't believe the outroar that it caused. Like it okay. was the world was ending. So and apparently also it actually account twenty he estimates that twenty five percent of the pepperoncini that come out of Turkey end up at one of the Papa John's five thousand stores across the States and around wow. the world. Wow. Wow. So, but I just I don't get it. I don't know. It's not something I'm used to. It's not something I want. So, I, yeah, I, it 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 kind of irks me.
0: I think they've just got rid of it here. Right. I do remember them having it.
1: They found an insubordinate amount of pepperoncini's littering the compost.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But so for the tots though, they had they did have crispy bits. Those b- crispy bits were nice. They tasted pretty good. And very generous covering of cheese and i went for the barbecue sauce with them and that was really good it was a good barbecue sauce so i i finished them absolutely tanned them uh <laughs> even though i would say like they are bad t- much t- like the Barcodes kids which yes. how is way with them <laughs> um so the, my final item is the, is the sort of dessert uh item the chocolate scrolls chocolate scrolls yeah, so basically, it's like a little roll of pizza dough, a bit like a cinnamon swirl sort of idea, but chocolate. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I don't
1: like places where they're like, we do a savory one of this, and then do you want a dessert one as well? This as well. I went to no. um, I went with a girlfriend to a place that does like kind of high end nachos, and it's quite good. Oh, but yeah. then they're like, oh, we do a dessert nacho, and I'm no, like, I don't no, want to no. fucking know just just no, oh, get out fuck off
0: well you see domino's does a i think they call it a chocolatina or a chocolatino which is a personal size pizza with a coin of chocolate on top um no other toppings just the chocolate but actually that weirdly really works oh no oh god no but that weirdly works but this, this was a bad experience the scrolls so as you as you've as you've hinted at They do a couple of savoury versions. They do a Marmite savoury version and a bee sting one, which involves chilli sauce in some way. Um, They also do a cinnamon one alongside the chocolate. And when I opened the box, the smell of Marmite hit my nose. And I was like, what have they done here? Have they given me Marmite ones? I'm someone who really dislikes Marmite. Um, You either love it or you hate it. And I really dislike it. Um... (laughs) uh, I did a little bit of like picking and, and licking just to satisfy myself that they hadn't given me straight-up Marmite, because I think I would have known fairly instantaneously. So I was convinced enough that they weren't to, to have a bite, but it was just very weird and unpleasant. So it sort of tasted like cinnamon. It sort of tasted very – well, it was very salty, and it tasted a little tiny bit of chocolate. Horrible, really Horrible. Uh, not 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 recommended at all. So that's my that's my run. That was my that was my Papa John's journey, Luke. Mm, Interesting. That was my slice of the action. (laughs) What's your slice? What was your slice of the action like me?
1: They were both perfectly serviceable. (laughs) You know, the stuff crust is okay. Stuff crust, uh, is you know, I've talked a lot about I even a man who purports on my. Instructional design portfolio, a reheating pizza thing, and I, I talk about the the pan thing. Okay. It's it's the best. It's the of the reheating options. It is the best. I'm going to be honest. Did you is down or down? I'm not just uh, telling you how I like to fuck. I'm leaving that off the podcast. We've already been <laughs> we've already been sorted and questionable enough. And I've already made some very nasty said some things that I, that I apologize for for whole, wholeheartedly in the moment. Um, but, uh, so that, that was nice. That was nice to have cold for the pizza. That okay. was good. But when I was eating it, it was, it was, it was hot. It it felt, it doesn't feel kind of fresh. Domino's feels a, a certain degree of freshness. I guess here's the interesting thing within kind of what I'm finding, like the world of pizza Home, Unfortunately, is I've been most, most displeased about being in North America and that. Pizza Hut is as long gone as a sit down restaurant Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is way out here as well. Yeah.
1: But I've heard it. The pandemic has put an end to that, right? Mm. Yeah. So that is upsetting. But every time I seem to have Pizza Hut being delivered, um, it seems to be a degree of greasiness.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Domino's I find less greasy. This was kind of in the middle and I, I never know how much grease you need. I think you need a little bit of grease, but I just, yeah. it's difficult to kind of get that greasy nature kind of right. So this kind of never really feels I'm looking down at the pizza box and, you know, the, the, their slogan of better ingredients, better pizza.
0: That's their that big thing, isn't it? As like they're, they're fresher and whatever else, but I
1: don't think it's as good as Domino's. I'm going to be honest with you, but then I just, it just, it just feels like a weird middle ground. Mm. The only thing I can think is that sauce. I mean, I like the so- the, the actual the dipping sauce. Mm. That feels kind of top tier and it feels something but then, individual, but yet it just, again, the same thing I've said
0: before, it, it feels like something I shouldn't like. Do you get the dominoes? Do you get the herb mayo sort of thing from dominoes? The garlic kind of mayo. Yeah. Cause if you said garlic yeah,
1: that's dip, that's what I'd expect. I'd expect like a garlic herb and garlicky mayo. Cause I
0: think, I think that's the best thing about Domino's is that dip.
1: Yeah. But then but then you're finding yourself being like, I'm tired of eating. In that case, I could just you can just give me a pizza of crusts in the dip and I'd just eat that. <laughs> and when I'm having that experience, it's making me think this is a very average pizza because we shouldn't be we shouldn't ever be inverting the nature of pizza to say that the crust is the thing you're looking forward to the most.
0: I, I mean, it's big talk from a guy that had a pineapple-only pizza to talk about inverting the Oh, nature. fuck you. <laughs> Never heard the like of it in my life.
1: <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> but I find that some of the better pizzas you had been finding, that like, oh, the crust is good as well. I can enjoy the crust as it is because the crust yeah. is so good. This crust is kind of average. The sauce is yeah. kind of average. The cheese is kind of average. Yeah. Um, the pepperoni on the shakaroni was kind of average. Chacaroni also. I'm looking at the box right now. It's a 15-inch. It's not... I was expecting bigger. I was expecting something that I'd have to... not laughably
0: big, is it? I was expecting something I'd have to, like, slightly kind of angle through the door. Considering that Shaq, like, one of the... There's a meme of Shaq, like, holding normal things because he's so big. You want the pizza to be laughably, outlandishly huge, don't you? You want, like, a 24-inch pizza, I think.
1: You do. And I was just disappointed that this isn't...
0: You can have a little like nap in a slice. <laughs> That's what you're after.
1: <laughs> I know, like Blaze Pizza, there. Me does a, a special large pepperoni only like online order. And I'm always oh, yeah? curious, like why why do I have to on? Uh, I, why can I only order this online?
0: Got to get that pepper pepperoni in special.
1: Maybe, maybe I just uh, do it online. If they can't do it or they don't want to do it, they just go no, no, we're not. Would doing you?
0: It yeah, would you have accepted? um if it wasn't huge, but the pepperoni was shaped like Shaq's face. That'd be good, but I don't think I'd recognize his face that much. Like, yeah. This
1: is the thing. He's he's popular and he's become a figure. So we mentioned, I mentioned when me and you were in LA and we had Shaq iced tea. Yes. There's a picture of me gurning alongside the, the Shaq's face.
0: Yeah. Because he's,
1: he's, pres- he's, he's on every TV advert here. There's like inks he does. He does inks for Canon. Uh, I think in the States he does one of the, like, uh, Like gold bond, he does.
0: He's a great businessman. I can't wait till he's president. But it
1: it, it's just like why why do I want things branded with his face or his name?
0: Because he's do you know when like him holding normal things? (laughs) He's really big. He's really really big, Luke. What's it like? What's what's it it with what's it with
1: his brand associating itself with strange, strange ex sportsmen? We've got we've got Jimmy Bullard. We've got Shaquille O'Neal.
0: Who's he the person who's a a Weir in effect? David Weir is a Paralympian, six-time gold medalist, Paralympian. Less weird. It's strange. It's very strange. But I think you're forgetting with Shaq, he's really big, Luke. Like you or I (laughs) would hold a water bottle and it would look (laughs) like a normal water bottle. And you hand it to him and it's like a tiny water (laughs) bottle that we would get on an airplane. Yeah. He makes it look like a baby's water bottle because he's so big. Did you know that the
1: original thought for the uh, bit of Granada Studio Studios where you're walking through the borrow- borrowers, it was just the concept that you walk through, it's just Shaquille O'Neal and you're
0: like, Shaquille <gasps> one O'Neal's left. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> uh, oh dear. So so yeah, I think probably average is a fair It's a fair call. Yeah. Fair call. So where does that put it for you, uh gravy boat wise?
1: I'm going for two and three quarter gravy boats. It's pretty good.
0: I think I might go t- a tiny bit more. I think I think um, I think I'll maybe like it slightly better than you on on the whole. I think I'm I'm going I'm to go three gravy boats, a third four, you know, top up that third gravy boat and uh, take it all the way to the top. But similar, we you know, similar ballpark, really, similar feelings. So,
1: averaging out as two and seven eighths gravy boat. I can't believe what? it's almost three gravy boats.
0: The worst thing that's happened, I don't know whether this is like a micro economy within Chester, but Domino's and Papa John's have set the price of a, of a large pizza at like £18, £19. Pounds. That seems to be, and like what's annoying here is kebab shops and individual pizza places feel like they can get away with basically being in that same ballpark and i really i just innately feel that's too much money for
1: there's a lot for of money a, for a pizza,
0: a pizza. Hmm. and that that i just can't shake that that's like this is not worth because for, for 20 30 quid you could basically have like three courses of of almost any meal delivered to your house pretty much like you get a decent meal plus all the trimmings from almost anywhere and to pay that for average pizza is just not it's just not, not something I'm interested in. Yeah. I'd much rather have a really nice Indian meal or a you know, really nice Chinese or whatever. But um, yeah, there we go. Papa John's. Mm. Which do you prefer, the trophy or the pizza? Trophy. This week, definitely the trophy. Yeah. They should stick to what they're good at, and that's sponsoring but, I mean, if it
1: was generally pizza or the trophy, I would pick pizza.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't...
1: This is we not a real. It's it. not. I I said it with the real verb of daddy, daddy or chips, you know. But it's it's chips. it's not that. But it's, it's not, not that much of it. It's not that much of a Sophie's choice.
0: No, no.
1: Sophie's choice because that's the name of the young girl, and as the McCain's uh, <laughs> chips advert.
0: Sophie, you need to tell us, daddy or chips? <laughs> 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 oh. oh, definitely chips. I hate you, dad.
1: <laughs> so. I'm- Sophie. Well, I've got an overall write-up I want to get into here, Rich, where I can okay, kind of compare okay. my experience with the pizza, with the trophy, with the game, okay. with the experience. So as I said, I went for the shakeroni, Rich. Much like the comparison with the lofty basketball business behemoth of a man, I was disappointed. The XL pizza <laughs> that was touted seemed bigger than life itself, but arrived an underwhelming 15 inches. Maybe a bit like your girl when you tell her it's 12 inches and it's considerably less. <laughs> and fundamentally, I'm somewhat disappointed with the Papa John's trophy. Much like that pizza, the trophy is what it says on the tin. Sorry, Johnson's paint fans, for any crushing pun there. But it is pizza, in that it is pizza, but there's also a lot of one thing itself. One is underwhelming dressed up reserve football, and the other one is an underwhelming pepperoni pizza. The pizza, much like the football, is mildly saucy with a pepperoncini pepper option for a bit of spiciness that is often ignored and left with a compost. Excitement is nearby, but scarcely achieved. Much like the competition, it retains the same freshness as the highlights when the czar is eating cold the next day. Watching the game which the game is much like enjoying the garlic bottaioli dip. I'm reminded I'll be dead soon and my best days are behind me, so I'm guilty enjoying the unhealthy things while I have time. <laughs> much like the sponsorship marriage with functional household paints, the marriage of his trophy with the pizza sponsorship explains a dalliance of promised excitement with the crushing, crushing realization that this is more dull fodder to tide us over.
0: Oh, beautiful stuff. Wordsmith, <laughs> thank you. A wordsmith at work, and uh, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, it's hard not to uh, hard not to be confronted with your own mortality when you uh, when you eat pretty bad pizza and watch a pretty terrible football competition.
1: And I've you know I've done this podcast. The beginning of this, wake up early and having two slices of cold pizza. I tried to get Tim Horton delivered, but it didn't happen. So I'm a bit less caffeinated this morning, and I just I just feel. The salty fill of regret in the bottom of my stomach.
0: You're gonna listen to some Nico.
1: I could just listen to more episodes of our podcast, I guess. Really, because that's (laughs) that's kind of naturally how it is. (laughs) um,
0: No, we find the mirth amongst the misery.
1: Yeah. So I'm. I'm. um,
0: Luke has been so. I hope.
1: I hope that the the other future Papa John's games are of a similar level of excitement as to what we saw midweek. Yeah. You know, because it was it was fun. It was a fun little dalliance. It was a fun little kind of mistress affair from the world of league football. You know.
0: Good stuff. Well, I think we should probably leave it there. I think so. But it's nice. It was nice to get a game, not not I mean, if we'd had not had the Papa Johns, if we'd not had any game, it'd be just been the loss and then a two week wait. That would have been pretty miserable. So it's nice to have had a little booster. That's true. In between times. That's true. And got, i got. We've got to be thankful for that, and it mm. gave us a chance to give a few, few more players a run out, and uh, we await Sido's debut with uh, with interest. Mm. And we're still not. Yeah, still not seen Shodipo in the league, have we?
1: We've. Yeah, we've only seen in uh, a. We we.
0: Italians in the. We spot York.
1: of the league cup, which we're out of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to say cheerio and wish you the best for the week ahead, Luke. Look after yourselves and. Same to the folks at home.
1: Thanks, Rich. Hope everyone at home has a good week, too. Bye bye.